spacecraft did not crash in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. You know flat earthers, I guarantee it. But you don't know who they are because they're afraid of talking about it. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system. Hello and welcome to a special holiday banter from your local boys at Subliminal Central Podcast, your weekly dose of Conspiracy Theory. Bullshit, my name is Cody, I'm from Pal Phil, how are you? Doing good, buddy. How about yourself? Ah, not doing too bad. It is fucking freezing here. Um, So we, let me tell you this story. So it's been a while since I've experienced this. Yesterday we had our like secret Santa um, gift exchange for the employees I work with, right? And yeah. uh, we, we went to just kind of like the local place we go for happy hour sometimes. Yep. It was negative seven last night, right? And <laughs> God, <laughs> you're going out vaping or whatever, you know, because you're drinking. And my teeth were fucking chattering. I haven't had that in quite a long time. It was bad. Yeah, that is fucking disgustingly cold. That's I have uh, I have begun wearing I, I can commiserate. I have during my 630 break in the morning begun putting on a sweater. Because it's a little chilly outside, so I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. It's, yeah, it's down all the way into the 40s and possibly what, you know low 50s. Right now so. we have the like blizzard zero degree combo going on. Yeah, well, it's that uh, the Arctic chill, the Arctic whatever. That's you know when the when the cold air from what is it like fucking Canada comes down. I don't know, but I believe you. Yeah, well, I, I saw news reports. It's supposed to be starting like this morning, basically like having, you know, Arctic air come in. So, well, allegedly it's not going to snow the next few days, which will be great. But it's just uh, usually it doesn't get this cold until into January, but maybe we'll get it out of the way now and then mm. it'll be done with. Yeah, some of that, get some of that fucking, what, like the February heat wave that comes yeah. through every once in a while. Yeah, those uh, are nice. The, uh, the thing that's nice, though, well, not nice, is it's very easy to sleep when it's cold because it just, like, sucks the fucking life out of you and you just kind of pass out. Oh, yeah, and it's so great. Like, you can just, when it's hot, you can only take off so many blankets before it's just fucking hot. Right. But when it's cold, you just like gather up blankets and you're fucking, you know, fucking igloo. You know what I mean? Right. I used to love that. That was so great. You know what? I didn't even think about it. We should probably mention this off the top. So we, uh, we decided to kind of do a banter episode this week. It's Christmas weekend. Phil's got shit to do. Obviously, I got shit to do. Um, and honestly, I don't think a lot of people listen during that time anyway. So um, we'll just have this short little banter episode. Maybe you're on a long drive. You can uh, chill out and listen to us talk about stupid shit. Next week, though, we're going to be yes. doing our year in review, kind of looking back at the conspiracy. And Phil's going to become a seersayer. And give us the future. Uh, maybe he'll use tarot cards. Maybe he'll roll bones. I don't know. However he comes up with it. So, And then after that, we'll be going back to our regularly scheduled episodes. It's kind of a... With the holidays on weekends and stuff, it kind of sucks more. I feel like it throws things through a loop a little bit. Yeah, definitely. It uh, it definitely throws off any days that you may have. Like if you have like a you know normal job, like a non factory job that just gives you off, you know maybe the holiday and the day before. It definitely throws off the days that you're gonna get off. Yeah. Because with like with Christmas being on a weekend day, you'll be lucky to get like the Friday off or maybe the Monday off. You know, it always I, kind of feels like that. So where I work, we get the Monday. So the place I work is closed. Monday and Tuesday, they're kind of like rotating um, which sites are closed and open. So you could either yeah. have Monday, Monday and Tuesday be closed or uh, Thursday and Friday be closed. And, okay. But here's the kicker. 
you're closed, but if you don't use your time off, there's a possibility you can get uh, scheduled for a different site. So it's basically <sighs> like, so you're not put into a lottery. You have to use time off to get, so I'll have four days off, but I have to use my own time off to get it. So you have to use PTO to have your Christmas vacation. More or less. Okay. Yeah. That sounds, uh, I don't know about that job. Anyway. That's, <laughs> that's, that's not very cool. It's but. only one day. It's anytime like your site's closed and others are open, you have to use your time off or you get put in a lottery that you may get floated somewhere. So like Black Friday was another example of that. <clears throat> Okay. So yeah. I just, I didn't want to <laughs> work that. I'm, you know, before I was like, fuck it. I'll just work these days. And I don't really care. But now I'm like, nah, I, I just not feeling it. Oh yeah, definitely. It's, and there's always those people that you work with who always take advantage and basically, you know, it's supposed to be, this is like in the military, there's a situation where, okay, we have seven days off total. You can work. You know, you can have three of them off. Other people work the other three. You kind of like switch back and forth. So there's some coverage. There's always that asshole who thinks they're a genius. I'm just going to take PTO for the three days that I'm supposed to be at work. And then I get, you know, seven days off or whatever. And it's like, well, that's not really how it was supposed to happen. You know, you're kind of fucking everyone else over. But, you know, yeah, people don't you, you get to you get to tell who, you know, Basically, in one week, you get to figure out who the assholes in the show are that way. So, <laughs> yeah, that is uh, that's very true. Um, the other thing here we need to talk about quick. Uh, so, it was my birthday last weekend, right? Yep. We'll tell Happy the birthday, Cody. Thank you. We'll tell the uh, the little adventure. So, basically, it started off in my parents were going to come visit or whatever. Uh, immediately, get a call saying. Hey, we can't come. It's too fucking icy. <laughs> totally <laughs> fine. Totally fine. Don't bother me none. Um, I went over to my sister's and we usually watch the game together. Vikings were playing yep. Thursday or I mean Saturday. Um, I thought it'd be fun. Got pizza, had my favorite cake, whatever. And the game's going on. Vikings get <laughs> down <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, it was 33-0 at halftime, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go home, take a nap, fuck it. Uh, it's my birthday. I don't want to watch this shit. Yeah. I get home. You know, probably takes like 20 minutes. The game's starting up again, and I'm seeing, okay, there's one touchdown. It's like 33-7. I'm like, okay, you know, maybe I'll just see see if something happens. Turn it on, and then the, you know, epic comeback Largest no. comeback in NFL history, you know, and I'm I'm amped up. It goes in overtime, you know, and I'm just, you know, you know when you're a fan, you got your blood pressure sky high. And <laughs> and then they kick the winning field goal and any hope of a nap was completely wiped out with all the adrenaline. Oh, guaranteed. I thought you were going to say you got home, didn't even check the score, just went to bed, took a nap. And then woke up and turned the game on as the winning field goal was going through. That no. would be that would be my fucking luck, pretty much. <laughs> I'm a masochist, so I keep checking it. They've done yeah. this a few times this year where it's like they're down and then just magically come back somehow. They've done it quite yeah, a bit. I'm kind of that way with the Hawkeyes this past season. I knew that they weren't going to beat Michigan or Ohio State, but I just kept on like tuning in like every once in a while. I'd be like, oh, maybe they came back a little bit. Nope. Down another touchdown. Like just <laughs> just kept beating myself up about it. But I, yeah, I think college is a lot harder to do stuff like, you know, NFL, even though the records, you know, it can be widely different. Sometimes the difference between a good team and a bad team is like two players. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, the skill level's very close. College, you know, it's you get Michigan with all these star players versus Iowa that might only have a handful of them, and it's just it's hard to dig yourself out of that hole if you just don't have the bodies. 
Yeah, for a college team that is like Ohio State, Alabama, Michigan, like one of those teams, they are just flooded with, it's just an embarrassment of blue chip players. And then on, you know, the mid-level teams that are, you know, good, like over 500, say they're like a eight and four, nine and three team. They might have, their superstars might be like four stars or guys that were three stars that they built up. And those are like the main guys on that team. And they're nowhere near as good as the dude sitting on the bench of the other team. Yeah. You know, one of those situations. But yeah, everyone on those pro teams, they're all pros. They all made it to the pros. So, you know what? I I saw the, uh, your Hawkeyes are playing on New Year's Eve. Well, they're playing on New Year's Eve. So. You're probably going to be partying anyway, right? Well, we'll be drinking. I wouldn't call it partying. So uh, <laughs> basically, our our quarterback is injured, quote unquote injured. I think he just doesn't want to play anymore. And uh, our backup quarterback decided to jump into the transfer portal. So we are actually starting our third string quarterback who's had maybe two or three touches on the ball his whole college career. So we'll see. They ain't got no know. tape on him. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We'll all be surprised if he's good or not. But yeah, it's I don't know. I also had uh, that same night. I made sure to text you happy birthday and, you know, mention the Vikings comeback. Uh, Also had an interesting night. So we went to the uh, the bar that night and uh, got shit faced. Not much different. There was there was a little bit of a weird thing. Okay, Uh, I want to ask you if you ever had anything like this happen to you. All right, let's hear it. So I was at the bar. You know, uh, me and my older brother were just kind of hanging out at a table. They had a band playing and the band was actually pretty good. Uh, the lead singer had a very weird like range and voice for going from like super high to like super low. So he could sing like a wide variety of songs. They were actually pretty good. There was this table of like two or three chicks, though, that were two or three tables away from us. Um, So it's at Dirk's Bentley. It's kind of towards the back bar, that area back there. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're kind of hanging out at this table. All of a sudden, like all of the girls walk by our table and one of the girls like walks up to me, like puts her hand, puts one hand on my arm and the other hand, like on my back shoulder. And she's like, Hey, would you mind kind of watching my coat for a second? And I was like, Oh fuck. I was like, all right. Yeah, whatever. You know, it's fine. She's cute. I mean, I would have done it if she was, you know, fat and ugly too, but nice, (laughs) but whatever. I figured she had to go take a piss or something. Didn't want to leave it at the table. It's about, I would say, we had just bought that round of drinks right as she walked up. Like, we had just come back. We finished those drinks, went and got another drink, came back, finished those drinks. And by this time, it's like there was no one under the, no one at the club under 25. Me and my brother are well over 25. So it's like, all right, we got to get the fuck out of here, you know? And he's like, well, what about that chick's coat? It had been like maybe 25 minutes at that point. I was like, fuck that bitch. Like... She basically just went off, went to the dance floor, was hanging out with her friends and just like left, like left some stranger in charge of her coat. I don't know. She was very like I got a little bit of a look at her. The one that left her coat. She was pretty. Maybe she thought she can get away with it. I don't know. Have you ever had anything like that happen to you where like a good looking person tries to like put you in their employ? Uh, no, 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 not like that. That's. That's a really awkward entire situation. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did she think you work there or what? I don't know. I don't know what was like. No, not really. She just asked me to watch her coat. And I thought like, oh, she'll be back in like a few minutes. Like she went to go because we we were kind of like near where the bathrooms were, you know, like towards the back there by the yeah. by the back bar yeah. is where the bathrooms are. So I thought, oh, she's just you know, doesn't worried about, you know, maybe piss on the floor or something and doesn't want to bring her coat in there. But no, she didn't fucking come back for like 20. Here's the thing, though, too. I was drunk and we drink really fast when we're drunk. So it might have only been like eight minutes, but it's I swear it was like 25 minutes because we were ready to get the fuck out of there by the time we left. So, okay, so what did you do with the coat? We just fucking left it there. You just left it on your table? Yeah, we just left on. It was so you know where the VIP couches are. Yeah, it was one of the tables that's right next to him, and it was kind of laying like on the table, like kind of crunched up against that couch. That's where she kind of like laid it, and I never touched it, but it just sat there. We just walked out. I wonder if she was so drunk that she forgot it was there. Possibly. Or- I don't know. It wasn't. I mean, it was. 
it was like it so we were inside but it's the deal where you're in the back area where the dance floor is they have like the big gr- the glass garage doors open like when the you know when the music's on they always open it up so people outside can hear it so i think that she was warmed up back there but like she must have been drunk enough to where she wasn't feeling the cold but yeah it was a little chilly in that area because i wasn't where i don't wear a coat when i go out because i always leave it behind so <laughs> i'm the same fucking way so i it was it was a little bit chilly but not that bad i gotta say that bar is a weird place yeah it is an odd fucking place it's kind of an oasis and like where a bunch of old people live it's just an oasis of like kind of cooler spots to hang out there's you know within like five miles except for like chandler chandler and then scottsdale are maybe like the closest cool places to hang out but there's really nothing else except for those you know that little street of bars to hang out at so people come from all around to go there well you remember when i was there with you um we i got you guys to go stand by the dance floor right and that chick came up and started dancing with me took off came back danced more kissed on the cheek and then just took off again i'm like what what the (laughs) fuck is going on here like did she think i was her dad or something like i don't know (laughs) what but no it was so fucking weird right like that's such a weird thing to do and then clearly the chick who did that to you is really strange this is a strange crowd in there i don't know what it is about maybe it's gen z chicks maybe it's Growing up just on your phone constantly, they don't have social skills. I'm starting to wonder that about some Gen Z people that I know, actually. If their if their social skills might be a little bit lacking. It's that it's kind be. of apparent like it's kind of apparent sometimes. You're just like, you know, almost like when they talk to another human like in front of them, they can't they don't really know like like I don't know what to do with my hand situation, but it's like with their eyes. They don't know like where to look. They don't know like, you know, speaking. Like just common making, making conversation, you know what I mean? Just back and forth talking, you know, reacting to what the other person says, coming up with their own thing, passing the ball back and forth. There's none of that with some of these people. It's also though, I should say some of the older people that I work with too, like the millennials and the Gen Z's, you also get that with them. So it's not just the Gen Xer or Gen Zers, but it seems to be a little bit more prevalent the younger you get. The more exposure to cell phones, I'm guessing. Here's, Social media, that here, kind of uh, like DMs and shit. Here's my conclusion on what you just said. So, okay, the this is how I see it. Okay, now I'm someone who I consider I can usually talk to just about anybody, mostly yeah. because I'll just keep talking about whatever I want to talk about or asking them stupid questions, right? Uh, so. I've noticed that, let's just take you, for example, right? There is a certain batch of human beings on this planet that you and them could talk for infinity, right? Like you and I. Now, there's going to be people who is just like something... It's just like impossible to talk. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just impossible to talk. There's just... It's not necessarily Ooh. that person. It's just like your personality does not mesh with theirs. That is something that I've noticed. Like, it just seems like an impossible order. Like something they don't like talking about what you like talking about. They don't find things you find funny. It's just like, I don't Different know. Different operating systems. Yeah, that's what I've yeah. noticed. <laughs> your Blu-ray, I'm... HD DVD or yeah. beta video cassette, yeah. depending on how old you are. Like, I, I can see exactly what you're saying. It's kind of like I've been watching um, some of those like pro wrestling, like pay per view review shows. And sometimes they'll talk about people who just have like natural chemistry, like wrestling each other. It's almost kind of like dancing. They're just really good together. Then there's some people who just never have a good match together. Like, they're just like just the worst. Like, they cannot. Like it's that's kind of the same as like what you're talking about with like just having a conversation, you know, back and forth mingling. It's just you can't do it. There's people that I try to talk to out where I work or when I was in the military or even in college. You try to have a conversation with them and it's just like 
having a conversation with a brick wall yeah. that can actually, I actually have a good story about that with a Lyft driver, <laughs> the driver who took me home <laughs> that night. So <laughs> yeah, it's, that is my experience. Like even where I work now, right? Like you said, yeah. there's a sector of people I could talk to all day long. And there's another sector that is just like, we're just too different. And it's just awkward having a linear conversation with them. As you're talking to them, you notice your feet starting to shuffle away. Yeah. Like not not even you wanting to walk. They just start moving away. I have that with some people. Nothing yeah. is worse and more painful than when you're on a date with somebody and that happens. Oof. And maybe they don't realize it. And you're like, can I just want to get out of here. <laughs> No, the one of the well, yeah, exactly. One of the worst ones is when you're when you're on a date with a talker and they don't let you have a word in fucking edgewise and they think it's going great because they're doing all the talking. So they're having a, you know, just having a blast. And you're like, Jesus Christ, she she asked me a question and then she answers it. And then she <laughs> changes the conversation before I can even fucking, you know, get a peep out. I, think, I hate that. Yeah, I've had that situation. I think you went on a date with somebody who has ADHD. Possibly. <laughs> it's funny because, like, my mother's like that a lot. You know, she's a talker and will change, have, like, four conversations within one conversation. And it's funny yeah. because when I started podcasting, like, I'm Bumblebutt and the the uh listeners messaged Adam and asked if if I have it because I do that too and I didn't even realize it you know what I mean like I just my mind's always thinking about too many things at once that's also the fact too that when you're doing a podcast like we edit a lot so might be having a conversation about one thing all of a sudden, like the magic of podcasting, you're talking about something completely different. Well, maybe there was a piss break in there. Maybe there was a fucking smoke break in there. Or maybe you're just trying to like figure out where you are in the story. And all of a sudden, 10 minutes has gone by. Now you have completely different conversation. That shit happens too. That is true. But yeah, even podcasting is kind of hard. Yeah. But yeah, I am a little I am a little bit like that too, where my problem is I I try to guess where the conversation's going, but I also steer the conversation to where I want it to go. So all of a sudden we, we don't take a left turn, but we kind of veer left into like where <laughs> I want to talk. Yeah. I do that sometimes. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting, we're obviously not linguistic bastards here, but uh, yeah, we're uh, <laughs> trying to understand humanity. Um, yeah. But speaking of veering left. So that story about the, <laughs> about the Lyft driver, Guy, so this guy picks me up in a Dodge Charger, right? Hell yeah. So yeah, it's it's weird because I never have had a situation where somebody in like a decent car that wasn't you know like a fucking like a Honda Accord or a Prius or something. You need, normally it's one of those cars that picks me up. So I kind of mentioned like, oh, it's kind of cool, you know. I've never been picked up in a Charger before, and I was like, from the from the picture that they use, it's a Challenger because it's two doors, but he it's obviously has a Charger. It's, you know, four doors. And yeah. he goes, yeah, Chargers have four doors. That's I was like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was his reaction to me talking for like 45 seconds, you know, about the car and everything. So I'm basically on the ride home. We're having a conversation that he's actually into because we're talking about his car. Problem is he's only giving back like maybe one or two sentences and expecting me to like, you know, because he is talking. He's trying to get that tip. So he is trying to carry you know, a conversation, but he's not doing his job of carrying it. So I'm tired of talking about my car, his car, all cars. And then I'm just like getting towards the end of the trip. And I basically, I just like, I, I went for it. I was thinking like, just say something crazy. So I asked him, what do you think about the reptilians who control the United States government and possibly the one world government? And he's like, yeah, that's uh that's a pretty, uh, a pretty good conversation to have. <laughs> that's it <laughs> i gave i gave him like the lowest tip that you could i gave him like the 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 10 percent tip which was like you know less than four bucks or whatever but it was like oh man like if you would just carry the conversation i'd given you mid i give everyone good conversational skills and a nice car clean mid 
like that that middle yeah like the the 15% or whatever but i was like oh i just can't you know the bad thing was i normally always give them like top ratings on like cleanliness and no matter what no matter like how the conversation went i always give them like good driver little deals but i forgot to hit it before i hit the tip and didn't realize you couldn't go back and give them the you know the five star rating or whatever so i was a little like ugh, i felt bad about that they uh that kind of shocks me though you don't seem like the the type that would just say something fucking crazy to see someone's reaction (laughs) i was a little drunk yeah about nine i was about nine in at that point so (laughs) i was was, was feeling good oh that reminded me what you just said about something that happened last night so we were sitting there and they have like the the when we're paying the bill yeah. The little card reader thing that you just mm-hmm. do at the table. And I'm hitting it and I gave the tip, saw my name and everything. And I accidentally hit the negative review button. <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on. Hold on. I didn't mean to. And like everybody else needed to use it because there's seven of us. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. I can't go back. So I just like, fuck it. I'll just hand it off. Right. Not even 10 minutes later. The GM of the restaurant comes over and sits. And she's like, hey, guys, uh, I just wanted to ask you a few questions. And I thought they're going to yell at us for being too loud. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, it seems like we got some negative reviews and stuff. I just want to kind of ask, like, what what happened? Like, why is there a negative review? And I'm like, shit. And I'm just like, ma'am, I'm sorry. I accidentally hit the negative review the waitress was excellent. Nothing was the matter. I'm just like, it was totally my fault. I did not mean to hit. I just didn't know what to do. And she's like, oh, yeah, that, that happens sometimes. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> Listen, lady, I'm sorry. Bring the fucking machine back out here. <laughs> I'll pretend to be eight different people to offset that. I gave her a good tip, too. It's, it's like, uh, but it's stupid because... Where they have like the tip button, the like negative one is on the next screen. So if you yeah. like hit too quick, it it instantly hits the negative one. I don't know who the fuck designed that thing, but it's not. You should great. tell them to redesign it so that the five star is like on the next button. Like yeah, that's how that's how like some websites do it, where basically you you try to close the ad, and right behind the close ad deal is another ad that will like open up onto your screen kick you out of your old screen that kind of shit yeah they uh they need to work on that oh definitely yeah though i was gonna ask you um real quick here so netflix has a new show called (laughs) don't pick up the phone have you watched or seen this dude it was a little it was i got about 15 minutes in it was getting a little cringy it was uh i was trying to watch it and then all of a sudden it got to the part where the uh the boomer manager was like on the phone and somebody talked him into having his employee like strip searched basically yeah did you, take her clothes off did you get to the where he was spanking her and then he <gasps> was he blew or he made her blow him no yeah. No, I only got like a few minutes into it to where like the cringe factor got me. No, I didn't realize it got that bad. It's bad. I mean, that one's the worst of all of them, but I'm just like listening to this and I'm like, how are people this fucking stupid? Yeah, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of kind of the whole, like the older generations, especially it's gotten better and better over the years, but like people used to think that like, if a doctor told you something, you had to do it. If a cop told you something, like there's nothing, you know, like 100% you had to do it, everything. It's it's from like the greatest generation thing where like the government was trusted 100%. It's gone down, obviously, especially with the Catholic Church. It used to be that a priest could get you to do anything they want, you know, like we, you know, obviously look at the news in the past 15 yeah. years but basically kids selling their or basically adults selling their kids to the catholic church but yeah it it seems to be like with older people i don't know i only saw like a few of the the victims of this and they all seem to be older yeah so. it uh i think the guy i mean if you if you end up finishing it it kind of goes into it but i think he strategically knew how to get the most gullible people because they were you know boomers greatest generation from yeah small towns 
Uh, small towns obviously are a lot. Don't question things like they should, especially with authority figures. But yeah, to, to me, you know, to me, and I assume you, it'd be like a cop's not gonna just call you on the phone and ask you to do a, a strip search. Like there, there's like warrants and stuff, and, and like permission. Yeah, and and the manager of the store has no authority in that manner like what the yeah i, I just well, you can ask you can ask a few questions to get around that such as what's your name what's my name you know these things like just like oh yeah you want me to do it to an employee what's her name you know what i mean like little things like that i suppose it's just if you're going along you know a lot of those people seem like they were kind of going through their life on cruise control though too yeah it, I, uh, it's, I think it's worth a watch, but, uh, yeah, it's going to make you be like, I mean, I don't, I'd be like, is there really people this stupid? But then again, we even talked about it in 2020. Like, yeah, there is people this stupid. <laughs> there's, there's people. Yeah. Pretty fucking dumb. But uh, it's, yeah, yeah. I, it was too crazy. I just, uh, I watched basically like the, the big preview thing they had for the story and like part of the first story that they had. And I was like, oh, this is too fucking cringy. I can't. <laughs> I can't take this. You know, I actually watched. Oh, I uh, I've been watching a lot of. Um, oh, actually, I don't know if you have Paramount Plus. The new Yellowstone spinoff came out this past weekend, which is pretty good. With uh, Han Solo. Yep. With Han Solo. Uh, they got Harrison Ford for it. So, <laughs> no, I haven't watched Yellowstone proper. Everyone says it's really good. I probably should dive into it at one point. I know you can watch, I think, the first four seasons on Peacock? Yes. Yep, you can't watch the newest season because it's exclusive on the Paramount Network on television. But next year, it the whole season will pop up on uh, Peacock. So you can watch four seasons, though. You know what? The fourth season's been, like, the was the craziest, like, weirdest one you so know, far. You know, um, if you really want to get... Uh, in a pretty dark show on Peacock, they have the first uh, time ever Casey Anthony's came out and talked. Um, Ooh. It is pretty good. I think, I always thought the dad was involved somehow, you know, in the whole thing. Um, yeah. It, you know, that sheds a lot of light on, if it's true, that the dad is not a good guy. Yeah, I kind of, well, I saw some weird, some, a lot of people were talking about the the documentary, basically saying that like shame on the documenters for, or the, you know, people who made the documentary, the director and all that for kind of like putting her in a good light and making her seem like not a monster, but it, it does kind of get you to think like the other way. Cause it's been how many years now of like very one-sided, you know, and I'm not sticking up for her saying she did anything good because, I mean, what did she go 30 days without reporting her kid missing? missing of yeah. course, she knew yeah. it. Was, of course, she knew her daughter was dead, you know, the whole time. So it's it's that situation. Um, but it got, does kind of make you think like, you know, with all of the abuse, like the, the record of abuse that he had allegedly from her, like you kind of wonder, like, what really happened, kid? The uh, did you you watch it? Yeah, I, I've watched the first, it's three episodes. I've watched all of the first two episodes. Yeah, I don't really know, like, I, it, the whole show just, like, clouds the whole thing. There's so many weird circumstances around the entire case anyway, but and it, before I saw that, somebody was talking about it, I'm like, I always thought that dad had something to do with it, but... Uh, yeah, if you watch the ending and like kind of the plausible explanation from people, um, yeah, I don't know. The dad, it's very possible the dad was doing some very bad stuff to that little girl. Um, yeah. The thing is, though, when I was watching it, like, I think Casey Anthony, either she is a master of speech or she has her lines planned out very well. Because a lot of people who talk in documentaries like pause, they kind of think about what they're going to say a little bit. They're 
their statements oh, aren't like perfect. She's practiced that entire script in the mirror for over a decade now. That's the one thing too. That's yeah. the other side of the coin is she is very well. And you kind of like saw her like, I have a new family now, the family I made around me. And it's like all of these, like the lawyers and the private detective that who is actually investigating her is on her side now. It's kind of like this team that's around her. And, you know, I think that private investigator actually um, gave her a job. And that's like who she works for now. She kind of does not profiling. Um, it's like basically like a clerk job. She yeah. kind of like puts it all together for him. Sort now, of situation. This is where I was thinking, too, because if you are obviously a lawyer's got to be like top fucking notch with talking and stuff. So if she is involved with that, maybe that comes with it. But uh, I think the emotional response is she would have to be a fucking uh, what's his name level actor, Daniel Day Lewis level actor. For all mm. the emotional stuff, but uh, I think you should finish it. It's pretty dark, but it's pretty good. Um, yeah. yeah, I started I started watching it on the last day of a weekend, and then it kind of slipped away from me. So, you know what? Uh, you were talking about the Catholic Church, actually, <laughs> um, and we covered the assass or attempted assassination of John Paul. Uh, I was started watching Vatican Girl. I need to finish it. I only watched one episode, but. Uh, that is pretty good, too. Vatican girl? Yeah, so apparently this girl in Vatican City got, like, abducted, and they kept getting calls basically saying that they wanted him to free the guy who attempted to shoot the Pope um, oh, in exchange for her. And it's, it's kind of, like, I haven't got super far into it, but it's almost like the Pope knows more information about what's going on about this little girl than the family does. Like, okay. It, like yeah. he knows they must have had some sort of a deal or he knows who has her or something. It's very strange. Yeah, that's interesting. Trying to get, you know, we'll trade one for one, an attempted murderer of a pope and just some little girl. The Catholic Church over the generations has, you know, just caused massive amounts of, well, you know, hundreds of years ago mass amounts of genocide and just horrible shit like they care about one kid you if, know if you think of it as a little big boy, wheels just keep on turning if it was a know? little boy they probably would have swapped him real quick right <laughs> <laughs> if they could keep them yeah I guess, maybe. <laughs> no but, uh, but yeah big wheel keeps on turning they're not gonna no did i i mean the, the guy tried to kill god basically <laughs> that's what they think of the pope they very think he's true god. very true uh, but one really, more, all the cardinals they think the they're all god too. So you know, <laughs> priests also. One uh, one more thing. Did I did I tell you that I went to the new Avatar last weekend? No, I was I was thinking about going, but I actually just kind of found a movie on streaming that I wanted to watch. So I watched that. How was it? <sighs> okay, number one, worst father ever. Number two, uh... <laughs> It is pretty much the first movie with a different series of events that happens. Are you a big okay. Avatar guy? I remember. So I, I watched that first movie a couple of times. Honestly, I probably saw it about 50 times altogether, considering any time you walked into a Best Buy or a Walmart yeah. or anywhere that sold TVs, that movie would played for about two years straight. I, I'll never forget I was working at Best Buy when the first one came out, right? Not, kind of an older, weird supervisor, right? Just a kind of an oddball guy. He comes up and he's talking about Avatar. He's like, if you don't watch it in 3D in the theaters, it's not even a movie you should see. I'm like, calm down. Jesus Christ, all right? It's, it's fine. I did watch it. I... You know, I wasn't as big on it, but my, you know, a friend really liked Avatar, so he wanted to go see it. Um, three and a half hours, though. Yeah. A bit long for my taste. Uh, yeah. CGI is phenomenal, though. It I've never seen anything that good before. Is it? Is it? Here's the thing: like that first Avatar was so much like different. So much. I don't know. It was. It was such a like. It was almost an experience going to the theater and seeing it because I went to the theater the first time and saw it. 
Like it was so like so massive and so like the like it was such good high definition all of that. Is this one like a ton better than that one was? Well, I can't remember what the old one is, but it's it's either the CGI is insanely good and it's hard to even differentiate that uh the creatures couldn't exist or the whole movie CGI so you get tricked into thinking <laughs> everything yeah. looks you know what I mean? But like even the creatures and stuff, it just seems it like looks so real. Uh, you know, I guess the Navi people, you're seeing them the whole time, so it looks so good. Uh, maybe that's just where technology's gotten us to this point. But uh, I'd recommend. I mean, if you like the first one, I guess I would see the second one. Yeah, it is crazy how well different like levels in technology. Like I remember when that first Toy Story. Toy Story movie came out and it, I thought it looked so good. And then you watch like what Toy Story, whatever the last one was that came out, go back and watch that first one. And you're like, holy shit, this looks like crap. You know, that first Toy Story compared to what they're doing now with like the CGI and the animation and kind of like the computer graphics. and all. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I want to yeah. ask you quick, uh, since you're a sci-fi stan, right? You love sci-fi. Yeah. Would you put Avatar in the sci-fi category? Ooh, I would say that since they don't really go out in... I didn't see the second one. I only saw the first one. They were in space a little bit. Technically, they are aliens, but the real aliens in that movie are the humans who come to the alien planet. And though, they're more fan... It's Okay, so... The aliens are like more magical. So I would say it's more of a fantasy movie a fantasy, than a okay. sci-fi movie. It is funny. Just because of all the magic. It's funny because that thought never crossed my mind until now. And I'm like, I don't really consider it a sci-fi movie, even though it has space and all yeah. that. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. The like tentacle, hair tentacle thing is always weird to me. But uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I guess it's a unique uh approach to that um but uh yeah there there is humans in it but not as much as you, the first one yeah the big joke about that first avatar movie was the hair tentacles was how like the avatar people would fuck the the yanni or whatever you call them navi that's how the, the navi that's how the navi would fuck but that's also how they like rode horses <laughs> <laughs> it's basically hey, like riding a horse I don't, while fucking it. I don't know how they fuck because he has four kids in this movie, so there's some way of breeding. I don't Okay, really... I, I always thought it was the hair when they connected hair. That was the That's how she gets pregnant? Oh, I have no idea. I thought the first <laughs> movie. I thought that was them fucking when they put hair together it, kind of deal. It might be. I don't know. It's I guess we'd have to ask James. How they breed, but <laughs> you would be the weird guy at the sci-fi convention. Who has a question? Yeah, I have a question. <laughs> Do they, they about the fucking patterns of the Navi people? Yeah, the women obviously have breasts. They actually, show a nipple in this one. Um, mm. You obviously don't see a penis or anything, but there is a big loincloth there. So I would assume there's some sort of genitalia there, but I I don't know. Well, they are about twelve feet tall. So it's uh, if it's at all proportional, it's probably a big ass <laughs> dong to handle. Big ass <laughs> dong, yeah. It, uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty good movie. I don't. I think the problem too is, and uh, is not necessarily my type of movie. Um, yeah. You know, I love sci-fi too, but it just, I don't. It feels almost like a action slash romance. Kind, I. That's what that first one kind of remind me of, but uh, yeah, I get the hidden message in it, obviously. Oh yeah, it's all about the environment. It's all about not, you know, not destroying our world through the message of not destroying like their world, basically, and how all of the plants and the trees, or all the animals, trees, and you know, plants are connected, kind of deal with the Navi. That's kind of like how we are, but we, you know, stray away from that. You know, they were playing like a uh, like a mini documentary about James Cameron in the mm -hmm. <laughs> it was actually pretty funny because they were talking about the first movie and everyone was like, oh, he just copied Fern Gully, the little kids movie. 
and they yeah. were literally reading out the like synopsis of the first Avatar while playing clips of Fern Gully, <laughs> and it was literally the same fucking movie. I didn't yeah. even realize that it was pretty funny. But uh, apparently, James Cameron's never only makes movies that start with an A or a T. Never has made a movie that starts with a different title. Never noticed that. Well, Aliens. Yeah. Aliens. Terminator. Avatar. Titanic. Terminator. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I don't know why he does that, but. Maybe he's got, maybe he's got some weird form of dyslexia. <laughs> he only likes the A's and the T's. And tits and ass, man. That's why. <laughs> he's a tits and ass, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. Uh, it's pr- it's pretty good. I uh, the one the movie I kind of want to go to, and I might actually go by myself is Cocaine Bear. Have you seen the trailer for that? Cocaine Bear. Yeah, I believe I've I know I've heard that title. I may have seen it on a YouTube like like in between YouTube videos. I might have seen that trailer. What's it about? So I think it's like a comedy slash horror movie. But the bear, there's basically drug dealers. They drop a brick of cocaine. The bear eats it. And then the bear goes on like a killing rampage. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it looked pretty fucking sweet. Is it one of those like B movie studios who like puts together enough money to make like a really decent movie that gets like a little bit mainstream? Kind of like uh, what's what's that movie you guys love? The horror movie. Uh, Hereditary? The- I don't know. Not hereditary. The one uh, chick with the flowers. You mean uh, Midsummer? Yeah, Midsummer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that movie. Basically, like it was uh, like a little studio that like had put some money together and puts out a movie and actually makes their money back. I I would say it's probably more low budget than that. I think he had a lot of fucking money for that one, but uh, um, I don't know. It just kind of looks like. I don't even know how to describe it. It just kind of looks like a fun movie. It might be stupid as hell, but... Uh, Those are good, too. Those are always nice to have. You, you can't know, always have, like, the fucking deep thinkers. You know what I watch? I don't think I talked about it on this show. Like, either last weekend or the weekend before that, um, fucking Cujo. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I remember that movie. It's <laughs> not a good movie. Not very good CGI on that movie. <laughs> No, I think Cujo was like a puppet they used (laughs) in some of it, but they clearly covered the dog in gunk and like told them to do shit. But uh, God, that kid screaming in the car. I almost wanted to turn it off. It was so fucking annoying. Yeah, I watch. I've been kind of on an older movie binge. Um, What did I watch? I watched uh, Dogma last night. Ooh, that's a good one. Classic. I haven't seen that in fucking 10 years. Still holds up. Still a good movie. Yeah, I watched it on YouTube last night. It was really good. Oh, is it free on YouTube? Well, technically it's free on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of our friends out in Southeast Asia. You know what? Yeah, it, it's, it's technically free. <laughs> speaking of Kevin Smith, though, um, he, you know, obviously he hasn't made a good movie in quite a while. But yeah. uh, my friend, have you ever watched Tusk? No, I have not. Okay, ah, uh, there's, it's almost like so bad you have to watch it. The first okay. time I watched it, it was, I was like, what the fuck is this movie? It's basically this creepy guy is obsessed with a walrus, I think that he had sex with when okay. he was uh, in the war or something, I don't really know. <laughs> and then he wants to turn people into walruses, and yeah, it's just weird. It's fucking really weird. It the ending's really bad. The it, I don't know. It's almost a meme at this point. But uh, my friend finally watched it, and you know the look on her face was just like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" And that's a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, it's a Kevin Smith movie. Okay, is it as bad or possibly worse than Chasing Amy? I don't. Okay, is Chasing Amy the she's the lesbian? Yeah, the and, chick flick one, the lesbian chick. And it, okay, I don't know if I fully watched. It. I remember the ending where they're talking about having a threesome or something, right? Yeah, I don't know. I've I've only I've watched it in like in bits that like other people had it on, and I always remember just not being able to you know sit through it. It's just not not just doesn't good. Do you know how many times I've watched Mallrats though? I fucking Mallrats. Love I was that. about to say that Mallrats <laughs> and Clerks very good. 
Oh yeah, even Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, and Dogma. We mentioned that one. Yeah, are, some of his his older ones were really good. But I like yeah. Zach and Mary make a porno. I always thought that one was pretty funny. Um, you remember that one? Yeah, was that a Kevin Smith movie? Yeah, pretty sure it was. Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I've seen it. He, uh, I think I remember we, I watched it with you maybe one time and when it, he gets shit on. Oh yeah. Watch the pull out. <laughs> it, uh, I remember you were like, God, that makes me sick. It, <laughs> it was, I had never seen it before <laughs> and I wasn't expecting it. You, I saw something today that literally I've, you know, when you see something so gross, you like kind of want to throw up. <clears throat> yeah. It was, so it was a farmer, and he had a cow, right? And yeah. I, the cow must have had, like, some sort of sickness or whatever, like a cold or something, and he was pulling the boogers out of its nose. Ugh. I, Phil, I felt sick to my stomach, because the, the booger was, like, at least 18 inches long. Yeah. But it was just, I don't know how someone could do that. I mean, obviously, it helped the cow out, but... Fucking A, it was gross. A cow is a snot machine even when it's healthy. Yeah. It just, it's, it, that's what a cow is, is just things coming out of it. Like fucking drool, snot, piss, and shit. <laughs> just nonstop. All the fucking time. The, it's funny because it, it was, I've, you know, obviously I had cows on my, the farm I grew up on, but this one yeah. is almost like, Imagine you have like a congested nose and like shit's all hard in there. That's like what it was. It was weird. I've never seen that before. Yeah. No, I've never seen that either. That's fucking. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gross. No, we would. <laughs> honestly, if our cows ever got sick, we'd probably just let them fucking, you know, work it out themselves. I don't <laughs> know if we'd ever pull a book and pull a cow booger out. That's pretty fucking weird. I'm yeah. A- we had cows too. Obviously we never know. Never had anything like that. I'm gonna have to ask my dad if he ever had to do that because my grandpa, you know, he he would go out and like cut off the um, boils and cysts on them or whatever. But uh, I don't yeah. remember the booger thing. Well, yeah, that's a common. You do that with pigs too. They uh, they grow those cysts and then you just slice them open and let them bleed out, just heal up on their own. That's uh that's a pig thing too. Yeah. Did you you never had to do that? Did you? No. Well, so we we basically our farm turned into a non-working farm, uh, luckily, uh, before I was of helping out age. (laughs) So (laughs) my oldest brother tells stories and we remember the sounds of uh, basically castrating the piglets after they were born. Like on one day, they would just like take all the piglets and fucking cut their balls off. Yeah, it's bad. I I remember that. I think they just put a band on them, didn't they? No, that was with, well, that was with cows. That's how we did it with the cows. We basically just put them in the chute and then you basically get a handful of balls and then you have that little rubber band separator and then you just let it go and it goes around their fucking testicles around their, you know, up, up on their sack. But no, with piglets, my, basically my dad, my grandpa, they'd be all out there. They would just pick up a piglet, take its balls and cut it off. Cut, you know, cut it off at the stack. <sighs> you so. know what? I gotta say, the that generation's a lot braver. Um, I don't know. Well, they they were little piglets. You could pick them up with your. You yeah, know what but I mean? it's, you gonna if someone's like, hey, can you come over here and cut the balls off my piglet? You gonna <laughs> it's gonna be tough. Ugh, it's fucking loud, and it's just yeah, it's not good. It's I would say it comes second only to a dying rabbit. Yeah, yeah, that's uh. <laughs> That's a dying rabbit time. is horrible. A dying rabbit sounds like if a child is being just brutally just stabbed to death. Like, yeah, that's what a dying. It sounds it's it's the most wrenching sound you will ever hear in your life. If you want to hear it, you just have to look up coyote calls because that's yeah. the noise they use for them. That's the first time I heard it. And I'm like, Jesus, how do you listen to this while you wait for a fucking coyote to come along? Yeah, the first time I I remember hearing it, we were out at Eric's farm. We were hanging out there, and there was a dying rabbit out in one of those fields, and it was bad. Yeah. That was bad. Uh, Well, man, we've been going for about a... Go ahead. Oh, I've got one more thing to say. Okay. In the the spirit of Festivus, before we... I wanted to get this out last, so... All right. I think I know where you're going. Okay. Most people probably turned off by now anyway, so... 
Fire probably, <laughs> probably. In the spirit of Festivus, you know, the airing of grievances, I only have one more. Uh, I, I kind of do this every year. Um, try to, towards, you know, the Christmas time, try to read off a bad review that we've gotten. Not a bad review, it just doesn't really make sense. Just like, what the fuck were they thinking review? Yeah. So, I am going to read off one that we got uh, a few weeks ago. That doesn't quite make sense. Kind of pissed me off when I read it. I even went <laughs> back. I never do this. Okay. I went back and listened to the fucking episode and just just to see maybe if like what he was talking about or she don't know. It could be a chick. They to see if I could figure out what they were talking about. And I think I know like what part of the audio they were talking about, but it just doesn't go along with what we were saying. OK, let's so, hear it. So do you remember episode 169? It was only a little bit ago. It was about uh, the sleep demons, basically. Yeah. Sleep yeah. paralysis demons. Yeah, I do. So there was a part in the podcast where we were talking about a succubus and an incubus. Basically, like, the history of it and what it actually could be, which is kind of like a mental illness that, you know, usually happens to men. But where they believe that there's a demon, like, seducing or raping them, like, while they're sleeping. Yeah. Yep. I remember that. So after we got through that whole thing. Thing. It's kind of it's a funnier part because we're talking about dudes who imagine that like a demon is, you know, jerking them off or riding them, that kind of deal. OK, basically, after it, you jokingly asked me if that's ever happened to me. And I, I said no. And I asked if it happened to you. And you're like, no, can't say it's ever happened to me. Like one of those things where we just kind of like batted it back and forth. Yeah. Jokingly. Basically, you can obviously tell that we're talking about the, you know, we're talking about in our minds being raped by a sleep demon and that none of us have ever experienced that. So listen to this, uh, this one star review okay. from lies again. Okay. Ep one sixty nine. The fact that both of y'all are men and saying that you never had a wet dream is not true. Every male had a wet dream, especially when they were going through puberty. One star. Okay. So, we, I think we've act. I don't know if I've talked about it on here, but I definitely know I talked about it when I was on Bumble. But I've never had one. There's nothing wrong with it if you have had one, but I don't remember ever experiencing one. Really? Maybe you did say it during that episode. Then I don't. I never said it during that episode. Well, all I, I said was the thing about not being raped by a sleep. Well, demon. yeah. I didn't realize that you. No, you've never said that to me. No, I was probably on the other show. I said. Um, we were talking about wet dreams. I'm like, I don't think I've ever had one. Not that I remember. You've, you've probably had one. You just maybe don't remember it. Probably. It's, it's pretty hard not to. I mean, so they just, I'm saying you, you've had one then. Well, yeah, they were, you know, when you're fucking what going through puberty and your hormones are going fucking crazy, you don't, you know, yeah. in your adulthood, you don't really have them, but no, yeah, I, I've had them wait a long time ago, but this person was basically equating was what we were saying with, like, uh, that we were lying, that we were, like, just kind of saying that we never did. Well, I mean, I'm going to say here, uh, I don't remember ever having one. Maybe I did. Um, I don't know if a wet dream and, you know, experiencing being molested in your sleep are the same thing, but uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure <laughs> we concluded in that whole thing that that could be from past trauma even yeah that's kind of what we were talking about with the incubus and the succubus any of those like sex demon ones but basically yeah that's kind of what we were getting at was the being being attacked in your sleep by a demon yeah well i'm sorry sir that uh or madam that i assume it's a sir if he's talking about wet dreams that uh you know we we didn't respect the wet dream, I guess, is the best way. It might be the only sexual experience they've ever had. So you got to kind of give it to them there. Okay. Uh, it's okay, buddy. You know what? It's special to you. There's nothing wrong with it if you've had a wet dream. I don't remember it, but I probably did. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. It, is, it happens. You can't really control it, obviously. Uh, hopefully your siblings or mother or father don't come in on you. <laughs> when you have it, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I would say waking up with morning wood and it won't go away is sometimes 
more embarrassing. Or if you have it and someone walks in on you, that uh, that can get a little awkward. Oh, I figured out the trick to that pretty young. You got to take a piss right away. Okay. That's you, might have, you, might, you might have to sit down to make sure you're not painting the walls. But yeah, no, nope, just take a piss right away. It'll go. The uh, You can piss with a half boner, Phil. Well, no, that's the, the, it's all about basically like your bladder or something like that. But no, that's, I figured out like basically just take a piss right away and then, you know, it'll go down. You know, so you can like leave the house. I, w- I was reading uh, Reddit, right? And they were like, what are some like life hacks, right? And someone yeah. was like, if you have to poop and there's nowhere to poop, you're supposed to get a boner because it'll stop the poop muscles. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if the, I don't know if it's a troll or what, but uh, I'm like, I don't know if it works like that. Because, you know, there's a joke about a Blumpkin. I don't know if that's real or not, but uh, <laughs> it seems like it'd be hard to pull off if that is yeah. true. <laughs> Definitely. No, I've never heard of that before. <laughs> it, it made never, me laugh. Never heard, I've heard of the Blumpkin. I've never heard of the uh, the way to stop having to take a shit is, uh, yeah, that. No, I've never heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a life tip for you guys, but uh, that'll do it for us this week. We will, like you said, be back next week. Um, if you want to leave us a review about the wet dreams, we don't need to go out through the whole spiel. But uh, yeah, you can leave us a review on iTunes. We greatly appreciate it. Even Mr. Wet Dreams, we appreciate your review. Or Spotify, a lot of you review on there. We greatly appreciate it. You just got to hit the five stars to submit. It's really, really easy. Well, Phil, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. I hope you eat really well. That's the only thing I'm looking forward to. Um, hope yep. you have a good time with your family and I hope all our listeners do as well if you celebrate that or Hanukkah or whatever you do during this time period I hope you have a uh, great time and we'll see you guys next week thanks guys <laughs>